Just a quick heads up, this show contains sensitive and graphic material that might not be for everyone. If you don't enjoy in-depth true crime, humor about true crime, and drinking, please don't continue. We want to be respectful of the victims in these crimes, but as for the criminals, we just don't give a shit. Welcome to Crimes and Cocktails, a podcast where we explore true crime while drinking a customized cocktail created by Tabitha and Katie. Hey guys, it's Tabitha. And I'm Katie, and welcome back to Crimes and Cocktails. We're back! That's our catchphrase of the last six months. <laughs> Did you miss Whatever us? <laughs> Whatever we ghost you guys. So, Whatever to learn, and either you, because you keep coming back. <laughs> you keep coming back. Keep coming back. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's no surprise. It's been a struggle for us the last um, 30-something years of my life, but especially the last year, just with everything between job changes, between Katie and I both, Katie getting married, moving, moving to Florida. There's just been a lot going on. And so we are really changing some stuff up. And I know I wrote this in my notes to talk about after, but I guess we'll go and talk about it now. <laughs> yeah. We started this podcast in 2020 when the whole world was frozen and we both had a lot of time on our hands i definitely had so much on my hands. i was like thinking back about 2020 and it was a Honestly, horrible year for what was that <laughs> i miss it yeah like i'm gonna say like it was a horrible year for a lot of people and my heart goes out to all of you that were affected by covid thank god like i wasn't but at that time i was like thriving because i was able to I don't know, like I was working like a crazy job right before the pandemic happened and then everything just stopped. So you kind of like take a step back, look at your life. You know, I started doing art a lot and I started working out a lot, <laughs> cooking, cooking from home. Yeah, I was at home a lot like cut pets <laughs> and was like had time to do things I actually enjoyed. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I felt like I found myself Like, it sucked in a lot of ways, but also there are a lot of days where I'm just like, take me back to lockdown. (laughs) Yeah. Take me back to that. I'm not ready for this world again. But only the 2020 where we got, like, the $600 a week. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After that stopped, I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I was working at Starbucks. I was trying to pull three shifts a day. (laughs) That was a struggle. (laughs) Eating Starbucks for every meal (laughs) Literally, I already hit up, like, so Starbucks, and I, if anyone's listening that worked there, you know, it was 2020, okay? But Starbucks at the time would give all their employees a free, like, lunch item and, like, a free drink, even on days you didn't work, but it was one per day. But there were some days where I didn't have money for food, and I didn't have any groceries, so I would hit up multiple Starbuckses, and it wouldn't, like check it off on a box. I'd go to like one in one city and like get breakfast and go to a different one in a different city and get lunch. 
I was like, all right. <laughs> you know what? Starbucks got a lot of money, so I don't really feel bad about it. And I don't feel bad for them at all. It's $7 for a latte now. Yeah, come on. Seriously. <laughs> well, I maybe pay? I'm paying $7 for a latte because you were getting <laughs> turkey bacon sandwiches, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> You're right. I single-handedly caused their decline. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it was me. Uh, but yeah, back then, life was a little bit easier for us to do this podcast for sure. And we were super motivated. I was able to draw those cocktails every week. And, you know, we were, I think we literally had an episode every week too when we first started. Now it's yeah, like, we did. Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna, we talked and we're like, should we just totally give it up? Should we hang up the mics? <laughs> hang up the headphones? But we're not, we're not there yet. We're not ready to say goodbye yet. So we're just going to scale it back a lot to make it manageable so that we're not constantly apologizing, first of all, like the ex that you keep going back to. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to, you know, we don't want to also just keep making empty promises either. So <laughs> we're like, <laughs> let's just scale this back a lot. <clears throat> yeah. So we're going to um, continue to release an episode every other week. Um, but we're no longer going to be doing um, Patreon-only content. Yeah. It's not fair to you guys. Um, <laughs> so we'll still do single shots here and there as, like, smaller stories or news stories come up. Uh, but they're going to be for everybody. And we're not going to be doing any more Patreon swag. Yeah. So the stickers, T-shirts, bags, et cetera, it's just, I think we barely got out, like, our Christmas ornaments. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't have like the time to do this right now between, you know, my job and traveling, et cetera. So we, um, now that doesn't mean that we're still going to have our patrons pay, you know, five, 10 bucks a month and not get anything in return. So we're basically going to nix all the different levels of our patrons and just have a simple $2 lime squeeze Patreon. And that is just, you know, if you're listening and you surprisingly like what you hear and you want to pitch in a little bit to help with, because there are some costs to recording as well. We we pay like a subscription monthly to record our stuff and edit mm-hmm. it and et cetera. So there are some fees there. And if you want to pitch in $2 a month to help out with that, we totally appreciate that. Um, you know, I do have some stickers in the meantime. I can send them away until I run out of them, but I'm not going to make promises on that. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that we can upload our episodes a little bit earlier so you can have a little bit earlier access to episodes instead mm-hmm. of, you know, listening to them at the same time as everyone else. Um, yeah. but that, I just think will make it a lot easier for everyone so that, you know, you feel like you're not just spending money, not getting anything in return. And at the same time, we don't feel bad all the time because yeah. I think we feel bad. Like we feel guilty all the time about it. Like, I'm up at all hours. <laughs> Literally, I just don't sleep. No, I mean, even this week, we originally made plans to record Monday, and then, like, something came up, and then I was like, oh, let's record Tuesday, and I forgot, my single ass forgot Tuesday was Valentine's Day, and poor Taylor was, He like, suffers, too. Yeah, he's like, Katie, <laughs> you don't love me? I was like, recording, back beast. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I feel so bad. And then, like, yesterday I worked, like, a crazy day. And then today, it's like 11 o'clock my time right now. And it's just, so even getting recording sometimes is kind of crazy. And I'm like, I just don't want to feel guilty. Like, feel like, oh, no, we haven't given our patrons this. And you patrons have yeah. been so great. 
and just honestly encouraging like every time we get a patron and especially someone we don't know <laughs> they're like yeah. oh they actually like us <laughs> yeah they're not our friends taking your money like. and not yeah. giving you anything yeah. <laughs> in return especially because when we started this it was for fun and we just we want it to stay fun and not yeah. stressful and not stressful exactly so be fun um and you know, and then maybe maybe later down the road, um, after we kind of get our shit together, whenever that is. <laughs> um, I've been waiting to get my shit together since nineteen ninety one. I know. I'm like, whenever that is, I'll let you know. Lord, I hope it's soon. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever we do, maybe we can, you know, start doing a little bit more for the podcast. But until that day comes. Yeah, um, we're just gonna scale it back like this, and it doesn't mean you know, like we said, here and there there might be some extra little episodes or whatnot, or I don't know, maybe one day we feel generous and send everyone a sticker. I have no idea, but yeah, just can't can't be making promises I can't keep. So <laughs> yeah, so if that sounds good to you guys. Um, we'll be scaling it back for everybody who's currently a Patreon, and then if anybody <laughs> likes. What little we can deliver is <laughs> patreon.com slash crimes and cocktails. And that's just the lime squeeze. It's two dollars. You'll still have you'll have access to all the backlog of single shots. Though. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's good. And um Instagram, as you guys know, crimes and cocktails, Twitter at cocktails crimes, and then if you want to email and bitch about us not giving us twenty dollars anymore, <laughs> you can email us at crimes.cocktails at I think the only person who's the highest patron is my father-in-law. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Bennett, but you can keep that money now. <laughs> we just need to be consistent right now, like, and we're not very consistent, so. Yeah, consistency. this is a way for us to stay consistent, get into that habit, and then see what else we can do. I honestly think that that is my 2023, like, goal is consistency. Because I feel like with a lot of things that I get really into, whether it's, like, the gym or eating healthy or just taking time for myself, I'm, I do it for a little bit and then I kind of lose consistency. So, yeah, that's going to be my mantra this year, guys. Consistency. <laughs> Let's, Mine's uh, get get money, get paid, get bitches, get windows, get I mean, if you work consistently, you will get money and get paid. And if you work at it consistently, you will get bitches and get laid. So <laughs> consistency. It's key. It's key. <laughs> yes. And with that, I think it's time for a drink. <laughs> So now that we got that out of there, and, and it's it's kind of like our, don't we have like a disclaimer at the beginning of our episodes? This is our disclaimer of like, we're setting the bar so low, we can only go the up. The bar's on the ground, so if we can't meet this, I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to do. Oh, yeah. So in the midst of changing things up a bit, we also had a, some fun ideas of doing maybe some themed episodes yeah. And kind of having, you know, um, there's so many different cool stuff out there. Like, cool stuff. Oh, my God. Well, what there's so I? many just <laughs> amazing fun murders. Clearly. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that we're going to do some themed episodes here. So some ideas that we had was maybe doing like a mini series on some, 
some <laughs> greasy fingered crimes that may have happened at like fast food joints or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe we could do like amusement park crimes or, you know, just kind of that's what I meant by so many yes. great ideas for things. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah. for our first one to kick it off, we're thinking of doing some fast food joints. Mm-hmm. Too fast food. Too furious. That's <laughs> what we're thinking. I like, I like <laughs> Picasso. <laughs> yes. So <sighs> we'll have some fun. Yeah. So we picked <laughs> out a fun. few fast food places that have a little history of crime, as I think they all do. Um, yeah. <laughs> just thinking about it right now. And we're going to discuss a few cases from each. So some of these episodes, like this one today, it's not terribly detailed on each crime because we're going to talk about multiple crimes but we might do a deep dive on one of these i don't know yeah. i don't want to say it anymore you know why so all, all because i've already crimes. had some of these sweet teas so. <laughs> sweet teas i know Woo. <laughs> um this one's gonna be about the southern staple chicken joint zaxby's which i've zaxby's. never had before so <clears throat> they're all over the place out here and there's a lot of crime that's happening in them, apparently. <laughs> yes. So it's called Zaxby, Z-A-X-B-Y. Apostrophe mm-hmm. S. So I'm going to call this drink the Axe-Bees Sweet Tea. <laughs> <Dun-dun-ts. laughs> it also makes sense in the end, so <laughs> as they all do. Yeah. So this one, and you'll see why I'm tired and giggling and everything. It's got about two ounces of vodka. A half ounce of peach schnapps, a half ounce of simple syrup, and some regular iced black tea. What I have learned living out in Florida so far is that uh, sweet tea is very sweet. Like, very, very <laughs> sweet. I I should have known. It was called sweet tea. I really should have known. But it is, like, super sweet tea. Like, It's sweet tea. There's going to be sweet inside. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be sweet inside. It's going to be sugar in it. It's a cow farm. I knew exactly what you were quoting. I couldn't even think of what that movie was called. (laughs) I don't know. All right. If you're still listening at this point, we're drinking this tea, so you should too. (laughs) Drink some tea. (laughs) All right. Cheers, guys. All right. So... Now that we have gotten through that, and you've probably skipped ahead, let's get into it. So, we've got our tea, we've got out of our disclaimers, and our disclaimers of our disclaimers. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I can move on guilt-free now. All right, let's get into it. A little history of Zaxby's. So, Zaxby's chicken and Zax sauce is originally based on another smaller chicken finger chain called, I think it's pronounced Guthrie's could be Guthrie's, but I think it's Guthrie's. That existed... Girth. What? Guthrie's. There's no R in between the U and the T. No, I know. Oh. <laughs> I like, well, what? 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 So that existed in Athens, Georgia, while Zach McLeroy attended the University of Georgia. The original Guthrie's was opened in Haleyville, Alabama in 1965 by Hal or Hale Guthrie. It originally had a full menu of Southern food, but in 1978, they changed their primary focus to chicken fingers. And this actually 
was the first restaurant in the U.S. to have a menu that was basically just focused on chicken fingers. So, thank you, Guthrie's. I had chicken tenders last night, actually. Yum, yum. They were really working around the cluck to get that out there for something. <laughs> <laughs> that is just one of the many expected puns to come, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you thinking really hard on that one right now? <laughs> yeah, I know you're nodding yes. <laughs> I got some locked and loaded for the rest of <laughs> Don't you worry. Okay, good. So Zach McLeroy and his childhood friend, Tony Townley, they opened up the first Zaxby's in Statesboro, Georgia. I know I'm probably pronouncing these not that great, but <clears throat> Statesboro, Statesboro. I know I've heard it, and I know that I'm not saying it right. But anyways, in States March. Bro. States <laughs> there you Boro. go. There you go. <laughs> so they opened the first one in March of 1990 near the Georgia Southern University campus. Since then, they have expanded to 19 different U.S. states. At first I read that as 19 different fast food joints. And I was like, I mean, that's kind of impressive. And then I was like, oh, wait, states. Okay. Because I was like, I think all 19 are here in Florida because I definitely see them everywhere. So I remember seeing them when I went to visit you. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I think literally as soon as I crossed into, I want to say Alabama, I started seeing them when I was driving out here. I started seeing them all over the place. So there is no shortage of fried chicken places out here. Like (laughs) I've never seen so many fried chicken. Now coming from California... Where, yeah. I mean, we you know, I I have heard that California food is kind of <clears throat> more diverse, I guess, in, yeah. depending on where you are. Uh, but, like, when I came out here, I was like, whoa, there is just a lot of fried chicken places. Like, a lot of barbecue, a lot of fried chicken places, a lot of hamburger places. So, it's all good. No complaints. It's just surprising to me. So, would you say me. there's a big ensemble of chicken? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're gonna talk about three crime, bleh. three click crimes, three crimes <laughs> that have either happened at Zaxby's or connected to Zaxby's. Uh, the first one is in Fayetteville. Um, murders that were in 2021, so pretty recently. Um, we're actually coming up on the two-year anniversary of this since it took place on February 20th, 2021. So a day before your birthday. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yay. <laughs> so many wonderful things happening. <laughs> yeah. So at 3.26 p.m. on Saturday afternoon, Fayetteville, North Carolina, police responded to a call at the Zaxby's at 2160 Skipbow Road. The police said that when they arrived, 24-year-old Brian Thomas loved Knopf's. He. I saw was, in a lot of articles it was just like, I think he went mainly by love. And not okay. the last part of the last name, but that was like his official okay. last name. I would name. go by that too. <laughs> yeah. Call me Mr. Love. He was pronounced dead at the scene in the Zaxby's parking lot from a gunshot wound to the chest. Yeah, so Brian Thomas will go, we'll just say Love, Brian Love. Yeah. Um, he was actually uh, just like a few days shy of his 25th birthday. He was born on February 27th, 1996, in. Decatur? Decatur. Decatur, Georgia. Mm -hmm. See, I knew I was going to say some of these wrong. And he was attending 
uh, Fayetteville State University. He had three daughters, Kamora Mack, Nia, and Cabela Love. And he worked at Montero Farms, which oddly enough was a chicken food processing company. Uh-huh. I tried to see if there was a correlation. Like at first, before I like totally read about the crime, I was like, was he there like delivering chicken or something like that? But just, yeah, he wasn't. Um, so some people wrote about Brian that he was the kind of person that would take his shirt off his back for you, that he was just um, a really amazing stepdad and father. I think Kimura was not his biological daughter, mm-hmm. um, but the other two were. And so he just, uh, people had said that he just really treated all three of them, you know, like his own. He was just really loving. I read that he was ex-military, but I couldn't figure out what branch he was in before. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like everyone had really nice things to say about him. According to his autopsy, Brian was in the front passenger seat of a parked sedan when someone outside the vehicle opened fire, hitting him four times. His aorta, lung, small intestines, stomach, and pancreas were pierced. The car was riddled with bullet holes. There were two other people in the car when the car was shot at. Both were unhit. The driver apparently, like, got knocked or something. Wasn't very clear what, but he was unconscious for a minute, and then he came to, and he got out of the car and ran away. The other... What was that? Did you... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I can't even... I'll just cluckle at that one for you. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, these puns are impeccable. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good night. Okay. Okay. Sorry, continue. So the other person, I couldn't figure out what happened to him. He was in the back seat. Um It sounds like the report says that he took something out of Brian's pocket before he escaped the vehicle as well. But I couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out who or what. I couldn't figure out, first of all, what his name was or what happened to him after this all happened. When the police arrived, though, the driver that (laughs) fled the coop, (laughs) uh, he came back to the scene and he talked to the police. So I think he probably like ran off not too far and then when police arrived, he probably, like, came back, you know, to check in and see if, his, I don't know, if Brian was okay or, or whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. So Brian and the two others had reported a burglary on, burglary on Greenleaf Drive to the police two hours before the shooting took place, um, which was only about a half a mile away. There was actually a police officer sitting in a church parking lot nearby finishing their paperwork when Brian was shot. So while the motive is unclear at this time, it seems that the murder maybe was retaliation for reporting the burglary. Andrew Seidel and Marcus Small, both 32 at the time, were charged and arrested with first-degree murder, robbery uh, with a dangerous weapon, felony conspiracy, attempted first-degree murder, and discharging a weapon into occupied property. The police kept this case very close to the chest and did not release information prior to making these arrests. Both were charged 13 months after the murder of Brian Love in March 2022. Andrew Andrew Seidel was actually already sitting in jail for unrelated crimes, and both were given no bail. 
This case is still ongoing, but it appears that Brian was shot for, like I said, for reporting the Berkeley to the police. Um, But since the case is still ongoing, there's a lot of details that haven't been released yet. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm thinking like, oh, but this happened like a couple years ago. But as Katie was reminding me, like the judicial system is no, uh, it's no fast food joint. So Mm -mm. nothing goes quick in there at all. It's not hot and ready. It's not hot and ready. No, definitely Mm -hmm. not. And um, so I really hope that there is, you know, conclusion to that case, especially for Brian Love's family. I don't, it's very unclear to me if Brian Love knew these men. Um, To me, thinking about it, I'm like, I feel like how would they know that he reported the burglary if he didn't know them? Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I feel like there probably is some connection there, but obviously I don't have all the facts. I don't know yet. So if I do find out more about this case... Maybe we can update you guys in a single shot or something like that about it. Yeah. But, you know, I was looking in this case and I was seeing pictures of him and I think like his Facebook popped up and it was just, I don't know, he just kind of looked like someone that, that I'd like see at a party or something, you know, like that we would have hung out with. And he's very young, very young. And it's just super sad. He's in 1996. So it was like, he's not in elementary school. (laughs) Yeah. So he died, he was 24 when he passed, he would have been, he would have been about 27, turning 27 this next week. So, um, very sad. Uh, This next crime is definitely pretty intense. So on November 1st, 2022, so last year, another recent (laughs) crime, (laughs) at 10, yeah, I know, it's it's definitely uh, recent <laughs> so 10 55 p.m in boone north carolina two men in a white four-door pickup truck were seen leaving zaxby's with an inflatable chicken oh my god oh my god <laughs> yes that is right <laughs> Zaxby's had this a massive inflatable chicken that would like sit outside their doorstep and greet everyone, and it was kidnapped. So (laughs) kidnapped. One of the thieves was described as wearing a gray sweatshirt, yellow and black striped overalls, which I'm like, what are you thinking here? Fashion (laughs) twice, come on. Bumblebee over. (laughs) Or maybe it's like it's McDonald's like burglar. What is his outfit? The hamburglar. (laughs) Hamburglar. He's all sneaking in. <laughs> Doesn't he wear overalls? Or no, I don't know. Like a I think he, he, stri- he wears a striped something. He wears striped something. Maybe it's him, you know. I don't know. <laughs> but he's wearing a black baseball cap. <laughs> the other one seems a little bit more normal. He was wearing jeans and a black jacket and a yellow baseball cap. Again, though, black and yellow. Mm. Interesting. Sounds McDonald's related to me. <laughs> Sounds McDonald's related to me. Or maybe university colors. It's probably more of like a fraternity or something around there. Probably, actually. <laughs> Though you want to pledge? Get us the chicken. Get us the chicken. <laughs> uh, surveillance photos appear to show the two letting the air out of the chicken and running with it towards the pickup truck. 
the photos is stopped in the parking lot of the restaurant. Uh, the car then, the truck then leaves the parking lot. Weather records indicate it was raining very heavily on November 1st, and there are street reflections in the photos. So that does confirm it was raining. I'm only 96% sure it's already, or was she 98% sure it's already raining? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's been seen since. This restaurant, this Zaxby's, is located on the US 221 North in Boone, North Carolina. So keep your peepers peeled for that guy. Um, do the police suspect foul play? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can do these kind of episodes anymore. <laughs> The entire time you're finishing up talking, I'm trying not to laugh because I was gearing up. <laughs> Good grief. I was on the way from the mic. <laughs> I need, more, I need more of this drink. <laughs> Alrighty. So our last crime is actually connected to Zaxby's co-founder, Tony Townley. Tony Townley's son, John Wesley Townley, was born December 31st, 1989. He grew up as a big fan of Jeff Gordon during his childhood and started racing go-karts. Eventually, he made his way up the racing ladder and raced in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series in 2012. But unfortunately, John had a drinking problem. He had a it, problem with managing his anger. Is it unfortunate? Anger. What was that? I was like, it's not that unfortunate sometimes. Hmm? I don't know. I'll check this out. <laughs> I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Weird. All right. So, a combination that, unlike this vodka and sweet I would tea, just say that line yeah, again. Yeah, I'm going to say it all over yeah. again. Hold on. <clears throat> Unfortunately, John had a drinking problem and a problem with managing his anger. A combination that, unlike this vodka and sweet tea, does not mix well. Shingling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this mix is too well. <laughs> <laughs> so, on February 7th, 2012, John was arrested for a DUI after crashing his car. The DUI led to a suspension from his racing team, Rab Racing, and he was suspended from his team for about a month. And NASCAR placed him on a probation for the rest of the year. He returned to the race series at the end of March of that year, 2012. So, later that year, John entered one of NASCAR's supporting series. Um, he started doing like other races and such. Um, and he, I think Zaxby's actually sponsored uh, his team, or one of his teams at least. Nepo Chicky. <laughs> Nepo, what? <laughs> so, Batty Fried Chicken, Zaxby's there. So, he popped around in the NASCAR world competing in different various races, whether it was the stock cars or trucks or whatever. And he wasn't. Wasn't that half bad? Uh, I was reading about a couple, some of the history of his races. He finished eighth in some, eleventh, and there were, you know, a couple that he won first place in. His first, what they call a career, a car- career, <laughs> a first career race that he won. Um, that would be kind of because some of these series are they're such a smaller scale. It's kind of like playing minor leagues. But his mm-hmm. first, like, major league race that he won was in Vegas in 2015. So, yeah, he looked like he was on his way, I think. Um, but other than racing, he had a wide range of interest. He was definitely a thrill seeker. 
to say the least. He enjoyed mountain biking, snowboarding, kind of just all around that. I was reading about some of the races he would have to, like, not, um, he would have to, like, jump out the last second, not jump out of the car, but jump out of the race, like, <laughs> tap out. What's the right word for that? <laughs> I don't know. Not enter the race the last second because he'd withdraw. have... Withdraw. <laughs> withdraw. Yeah. Man. We should not drink this much more. <laughs> Anyways, uh, because he'd have like injuries sometimes, like I read it, he had a sprain, like a sprained ankle one time. So I'm sure that a lot of that had to do with his extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. He also had some musical talent. Um, he played the banjo, piano, guitar, and his other main interest was Laura Bird. So, Wait, your last name's Bird? I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. He can't make this stuff up. <laughs> so Laura Bird and John met on a dating app called Match. I don't know if it was Match.com. It just said Match. I'm going to assume it's Match.com. Probably is. Probably is. John is quoted saying... We both put in fake zip codes, and long story short, Match paired us up, which I don't really know what that means. Like, (laughs) I've done Match.com once. Um, I'm trying to remember about the zip code thing. I mean, obviously, it tries to match with people in your area, but I'm like, does that mean they just both, like, picked the same town to lie about? I don't really understand. So, I don't know. Their first date was at a... I'm going to say, quote, Mexican restaurant, because let me tell you all, no, (laughs) there is no Mexican restaurants over here. There's just not. There's Spanish food. There's Cuban food. There's Colombian food, whatever. There's no Mexican food. (laughs) East of Texas. chicken? (laughs) (laughs) No. So whatever. They went to a Mexican restaurant, which I read that she said her friends were actually sitting nearby in case the date went wrong. Which I thought was funny and cute. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, it kind of reminds me of when we went, I don't know, every time I go on like a date with someone, I like tell Katie like everything. I'm like, this is what he looks like. Uh, this is where we're going. <laughs> so, well, don't worry, I already found his social security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> police on speed dial. Let's go. Yes. <clears throat> but yeah, so they met, they dated. Uh, I don't know how long they dated for exactly, but they got engaged in 2016. And then they had a very small ceremony in late July of 2018. As we mentioned earlier, John had some deep-rooted anger issues. Not a whole lot about the relationship is out there, but I believe it was a pretty volatile relationship. In 2019, police were called to their home after John threw Laura down on the ground. John was charged with three misdemeanor counts of battery and family violence. Laura said she feared for her life, and the two ended up getting a divorce in 2021. For reasons that are unclear, 31-year-old John showed up at 30-year-old Laura's house in Athens, Georgia, on October 2nd, 2021, not too long after their divorce was finalized. Yeah, I think I read that their divorce was finalized like three days before this happened, actually. It was very close, like right before Oh, Laura's friend, 32-year-old Zachary Anderson, was over, and it's unclear what their relationship was, um, just that, you know, he was a friend of some sort. So a fight broke out between the three, and John attacked Laura and Zachary with a hatchet. At that point, Zachary fired his gun several times, shooting John. 
One bullet hit Laura on accident in the stomach, and both her and John were rushed to the hospital. John died at the hospital that night, and Laura survived. No charges have been filed yet. The case is still ongoing. Like I said, this happened in October of 2021. So it's still having its day in court and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think for this, I doubt any charges are going to be filed, but you never know. Yeah. From what I was reading, it sounds like it's kind of seen as like a self-defense case. Yeah. Um. So, it was coming at them with a hatchet. Yeah. Hence the axe I'll show you what we sweet do with chickens. Tea. So. What was that? It said, hence the axe bees. Yeah. Sweet tea. Axe Exactly. But. Exactly. But, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's pretty sad. Pretty sad there that that how it ended. I mean, I don't know. Again, you don't really have all the facts or what's going on here. It's definitely he definitely has a history of blowing up and getting super angry. So something blew up there or whatever. But yeah, so those are three rather recent crimes, actually. Yeah, they are more recent than we normally do. Yeah, really, really recent. Because normally I don't like to do... I'm not really a big fan of doing crimes that don't have closure. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes, you know, we do, like, the mystery, like, whodunit kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, But I definitely am someone I like to know exactly what's going to happen or whatever, so... But these are some kind of more ongoing cases, I would say. We still don't know who stole the inflatable chicken, and we've got to know by gosh damn it. So, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> eventually we will know. Was it the hamburglar? <clears throat> I got to know. I'd be like, dear God, who killed Jean Benet, and who took that Zaxby's chicken? <laughs> 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 so, the things I want to know when I die and go to heaven. <laughs> So, yeah, our sources for today's episode was The Sun, Oxygen, News 2, Fayetteville Police Reports, Winston-Salem Journal, WSB-TV, and, um, yeah, those are some interesting uh, anecdotes you may share with your family next time you are eating at Zaxby's. (laughs) Did you know? And I apologize about the lengthy intro to this uh, episode and all of Katie's horrible puns that I thoroughly enjoyed. Hey, <laughs> just putting puns together like that isn't <laughs> cheap, 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 cheap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Come on down to Elle's Toy Bar. <laughs> I was like, that is definitely from something Toy Story. I totally forgot. Come on yeah, down, 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 I'll save you a buck, 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 buck. <laughs> when you say cheap, 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 though, I just think of the room. I know. Chicken, cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of. <laughs> oh, good God. All right, guys. We missed this. Um... More will be coming. We do actually promise. <laughs> and it's too fast food, too furious related. But too different. fast food, too yeah, too furious related. And there'll be some other things coming out too. I think we do have a couple single shots uh, that we'll probably re- uh, release sporadically over the next month or so. Yeah. Just to get them out in the wind. Um, mm-hmm. 
Indiana, that's about it. Um, as I always say, <laughs> catch on the flip side. I don't the know why I side. say it, but oh my god! <laughs> All right, it's time for me to egg zit out of this. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>